Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. Poker and Politics here. Uh, today, we got the big Twitter meltdown thing happening. We've got my theory about why Donald Trump's bad polls are good for QAnon. So we're going to start off with the craziness on Twitter that happened. It got sh- all the blue check marks got swipe- shut down because Bitcoin scammers were using all these big named accounts. Elon Musk, Joe Biden, Obama, Apple, Uber. All these people were getting hit with a Bitcoin scam. And this led to... Twitter cracking down and deactivating blue checkmark accounts, as well as accounts of people who didn't have blue checkmarks. I got a lot of DMs from people that were unable to tweet during this period of time before Twitter finally figured out what was going on and was able to fix it and then uh, get everything back to normal. Of course, this led to QAnon having all kinds of different conspiracy theories. There was the immediate reaction of some, like, not the big name people being like, the storm, it's happening! And then uh, Joe M. came out and said that this was all done as some sort of uh, cover-up by for Chrissy, for Christy, for Chrissy Teigen um, because of her evil, bad, obviously a pedophile tweets that she had made. Other people were saying that this was a way to knock Trump offline so his powerful tweets couldn't be uh, launched out into the world and make up the 15-point gap he has in the polls of Joe Biden right now. Uh, And so you have... This is how they operate. And because this event was uh, so quick and and it was over before it even started, really, you're not going to really have a uh, consensus from QAnon as to what it was all about. They're not going to actually figure out the truth of this moment. They're going to have a bunch of different competing theories, but no one's ever going to come down with the hammer and and, and figure out exactly what the truth of the secret meaning behind the, the Twitter hack and shutdown really was. Because 
it just wasn't that big of a deal. It just wasn't important enough for them to get all bent out of shape over it. So that was, it was really weird. It was very strange that like this thing happened, that major people got uh, attacked. Uh, I saw Joe Biden had a tweet up today saying, I don't own any Bitcoin. I would never ask you for any Bitcoin. But if you want to send me a few bucks to beat Trump, uh, that'd be great. So yeah, I mean, it's just like that kind of thing. It's just, uh, it's an event that happened. It was exciting and then it was over. And that's exactly the kind of stuff that QAnon's all about. It's all about making every day exciting. It's all about seeing something from some celebrity and getting angry about it or seeing a tweet from Trump that has a misspelling in it and getting to work on the exciting decode. It's just all about finding that way to get that dopamine hit. It's, it's about just finding a way to make yourself feel good because some crazy thing happened in the world and now you're a part of it and you're living the game. So, I mean, this is just how they operate, just on this constant level of frenetic energy and just delirium they're they're crazy people and they gotta keep themselves jeeped up and excited and just antsy as hell because if they don't do that then life becomes boring and crummy and why did you get into an internet death cult if not to make things exciting so um that was that and onward to my theory that I have been working on for a couple days ever since I saw the Quinnipiac poll that had uh Trump down 15 and all this kind of stuff. I was thinking to myself that bad polls for Trump are actually good for Q. Because imagine that you are the, like, just a Trump voter that basically voted for Trump because he wasn't Hillary. You're just like, I can't vote for that bitch. I won't do it. You can't make me. I'm going to give this guy a try. Let's see America being America being run like a business. Just like all the all the horse shit. All the stuff that was in existence back when Donald Trump was a hypothetical president, when he was the, a concept that you could imagine assuming the mantle of the presidency and what that would be like. Just just that idea that like this uh reality TV show host, uh alleged billionaire guy him as president like you could talk yourself into it you could try to you could try to sell yourself on the idea that like this absolute fucking moron in reality but you could sell yourself somehow some way that this guy had something going for him and that he would be competent and capable of running the country as president um four years later not so much but let's just say that like you've just you've been doubling and tripling down on Trump, that like all your friends who are dunking on you and just telling you, oh man, you picked the real loser. Oh man, this guy sucks. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh God, we're all dying of coronavirus. Maybe we should stop dying of coronavirus. That'd be a great idea. If only Trump could find a way to stop killing us. Just, you're just dealing with all this shit and you're just so stubborn and so prideful that you're just not going to do it. You're just not going to give Trump up. But in reality, you're really like not that political. You're not really that into it, and it's win it. You you watch Fox News every now and then, and every so often you check out a Breitbart article that like reinforces your mild racism. But like in the long of it, you're you're more of a, just a sports ball fan. You're more of just the person who wants to do your thing. The Trumpism isn't isn't ranking isn't thing. You're not going to go out in public wearing a MAGA hat or anything like that. But now you you see the polls. 
and you're like, oh man, my boy is gonna go down. He's gonna he's gonna get crushed, and that hurts. Like the, the, like you're gonna have to have the come to Jesus moment. As I've been saying about QAnon for a long time now, when they call Florida for Biden, it's gonna be real fun. That that's when it gets real exciting for QAnon. When when the when the scales fall from their eyes, sometime around like nine thirty uh, Eastern uh, on November third, when when these states start rolling in and they're rolling in hard for Biden, and and they realize, oh my God, Q team isn't in control. But for the the Joe six pack Trumper, he sees it. He sees it coming. And he's got to find a way to make this pain. He's got a way to. He's, he's got to delay the pain. He's got to push the pain off. Because again, if you're just a regular person watching the polls, you're starting to get the the, the inclination that that Trump ain't going to win. That he's going down. But if you're a QAnon supporter, the polls are all lies. You know that Donald Trump has the support of all Americans, and that that we as a nation will elect Trump. In a 50-state landslide, we're going to crush the cabal. The deep state is going to be destroyed. And that uh, Trump's re-election will be a uh, clarion call to the to the world that the truth wins out in the end. And that the God Emperor is undefeatable. So, you, as the Trump supporter who is just sad about the polls, you go to find some comfort. You go to find people that will tell you the polls aren't really as bad as you think they are. And that's where you find QAnon. And QAnon tells you, ignore the polls. Don't believe the polls. The polls are all lies. The truth is what's in your heart. And what's in your heart is that Donald Trump is the greatest, bestest man who's ever lived. And you were smart to pick him. You were smart to vote for him. Because he's fighting evil on a scale you can't even imagine. He is battling against monsters that are seeking to destroy our nation and kill our children and drink their blood. This is the reality of QAnon. And this is what they're going to tell you. And you have two choices. You can either accept reality and look at the polls and be like, oh man, my boy's going down and... When Smitty and Bob and Tammy call me up and laugh at me, I just have to sort of chuckle with them and be like, oh, well, you know, that's the way it is. Or I can tell them, no, man, those polls were all bullshit. Have you seen the Goya bean sales recently? Did you Have you seen the size of the rallies that Trump had before COVID hit? And that's why they did the COVID, to keep the powerful rallies from happening more uh the what i'm trying to remember what the ridiculous covid19 uh covid911 quote from joe m was about uh the trump's galvanizing message the, the, the surging enthusiasm for trump's galvanizing message or whatever it was that he said that was like so ridiculous that was like the big uh reason why the democrats and the cabal did the covid so that Trump rallies couldn't happen. Because if we got Trump rallies, well, he would just win in a landslide. Because no politician has ever stood in front of ten or 20,000 people and given a stump speech before. 
Donald Trump broke that ground. He was a revolutionary campaigner with the idea of the campaign rally invented in 2016 exclusively by the Republicans. That's the world they live in. That's the disease-minded, brainworm-filled world they live in. It's it's truly bizarre. It's so strange. <clears throat> so why wouldn't you slide into QAnon? Why wouldn't you uh, delay the agony of Trump's loss until November 3rd? And then, if it did happen, which it will, that Trump loses on November 3rd, you get to claim that the media lied about it, that they stole the election, that the mail-in voting was uh, rife with fraud. You get to just have all of this, like, you have all these defense mechanisms designed to insulate you from the truth of the grotesque incompetence of Trump and the rampant unpopularity of him and the Republican Party by extension. So you you get to have all kinds of ways to keep yourself from having to be sad and having to ever confront the mistakes that you've made in supporting the president who is an incompetent moron. So, I mean, you got this, um, you got an escape, you've got an out, which is very exciting if you are uh, someone who does not want to have to deal with your friends dunking on you and making fun of you for having supported this lemon of a candidate. Now you can just be like, hey man, I know the real truth. I know the secrets of the world, and you guys don't get it. I know really what was happening with those Wayfair orders for $10,000 cabinets. Just, you you get to spin it. You get to reverse everything and create your own world in which you weren't a sucker, you didn't back a loser, and you're actually the smart one. You're actually the brave one. You're actually the guy who's doing the good thing, unlike those jerks that are mocking you who are either morons who don't see the evils of the deep state or they are actually Satanists who enjoy this shit and they're kind of monsters. I always thought that Bob had something suspect going on with him. Thanks to QAnon, I can now confirm his evil. So, I mean, this is this is why the small group of people that are going to be backing Trump and voting Trump to be reelected, and it's going to be tens of millions, obviously. He's going to get, like, 60 million votes because that's kind of the floor for a Republican candidate. But it's going to be far less votes than the votes for Biden, as it were. So those people are going to have to find a way to double down on Republicanism, on Trumpism, on the dumb things they believe. And the easiest way to double down, the easiest way to give yourself an excuse to support this crap is believing in QAnon. And they will do that. They will gladly uh, fly the flag of our beloved uh, anonymous letter person on the internet who writes on a site full of Nazis and fetish porn. And they will take that as their battle standard into the world. 
And this is why QAnon will not die after Trump loses. The defeat of Trump is only Trump's failure. And maybe it might be Q's failure also. I mean, people might be like, Hey, Q, what the fuck? You said Trump was going to save us, you piece of shit. But the reality is, is that... And Joe M. summed this up perfectly in a tweet that I've brought up a few times before. But Joe M. said in a tweet, like, Oh, to my deceived friends, you better hope that Q is real or else the deep state will kill us all. And that's the big problem with all of this, is that Trump can lose. That is something that is possible. The the infallibility of the God Emperor and the fact that America loves him, that can be proven to be incorrect. What cannot proven to be can be proven to be incorrect is that we have a bunch of baby eating Satanists running America at the highest possible levels and they seek to aggressively destroy America, to institute the New World Order, to bring about the One World Government, to usher in the Antichrist. All of these things. Like, all of these things are things that QAnon fervently believes in and are devoted to. And that will suck that... The election and the loss of Trump will not dissuade them from that second part. They will be angry at Q. They will be angry at Trump. But they will not think for a moment, oh, maybe the rest of it's bullshit. Maybe Hillary Clinton isn't a baby-eating Satanist. Maybe all this crap I've been hearing about the Illuminati and Beyonce and Chrissy Teigen and Lady Gaga and all the rest of it, maybe that's all not true. Maybe I need to rethink my view of the world. No, not, it ain't going to do that. They're going to double down. Now, the, the question is, who will become the sort of prophet of QAnon after this? Because, again, Q's going to have some explaining to do. Because Q's hitched his wagon to the Trump train. So when Trump goes down, will Q have the ability to spin it? Will Q have the desire to spin it? Will Q even exist? Will Q ever post again? We are now on day 14 of the Q vacation. Stay away, Q. Stay away. Um, Frederick Brennan has reported that um, uh, Jim Watkins' wife has covid um, and if that's the case, maybe that's why Q's been offline for a while, because he's caring for his sick wife, and also he's worried that he's going to get it. And that's stuff, and Jim's old and, and overweight. Dangerous for Jim to get COVID. So maybe health concerns are why Q's not online. Don't know. If I was a QAnon supporter, I'd be rampantly and breathlessly speculating about it because that's how they operate. <sighs> but um, if Q does come back, does he try to spin it? Does he try to deflect it? Does he try to do something? Or does Q just get too much hatred for b telling us to back Trump and Trump ends up being a loser? Because that's all they care about is winning. This entire cult is predicated upon dominance. It's predicated upon owning the libs. That's what it's all about. It's just about crushing their enemies. 
And they, and they want to crush them more is what it really comes down to. Trump winning the election wasn't enough. They need Trump winning the election and then executing his enemies for treason. Then we can start really winning, just just killing people enough. I mean, that's just killing and just being violent and gory and brutal and dominant and having a kind of a dictatorship where we're right and our enemies are wrong and they're punished for their wrongness. That's really the mentality that they have. And losing is the thing they cannot accept. Losing is beyond the pale. And Q spun the whole midterms being, oh, we were only looking for the Senate, blah, blah, blah. So he came up with an excuse. If they had lost the Senate, too, that would have been really funny trying to explain it. Explain it. You pricks who didn't put Beto O'Rourke in Texas and didn't uh, vote for everybody else who barely lost, the guy in Indiana, Heidkamp, uh, Nelson in Florida, you're all why Q is still alive, you pricks. Boo you. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. They would have still believed no matter what as long as Trump was around. But so let's just say Q gets defeated in this sense. The Q receives too much backlash from his followers and there's too much anger and vitriol, what happens? Well, like the Joe M's, the praying medics, the Jordan Sathers, the Martin Geddeses, the Dustin Nemoses, the educating libs, all these people, they're going to want to keep the ball rolling on this grift. So they're going to kind of have a conversation about the New World Order and the Illuminati and the Cabal, all of this stuff, and they're going to have to start putting their new plan into place. And that, to me, looks a lot like they're going to be trying to back Michael Flynn for the next president. Because he's part of the QAnon mythos that has not been tainted yet. Now, and also, he's very unlikely to receive actual, like, real punishment for the crimes he pled guilty to. Like, even if the case gets tied up in the courts until Biden gets in, and then Biden orders the Department of Justice to uh, not withdraw the uh, investigation or not withdraw their case against him, and they want it to go all the way through... The thing is, is that most the judge is going to sentence Flynn to like six months in 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 a club fed, and um, Flynn will be out in four or five months, and that 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 whole situation will make him a political martyr. It will make him a hero to the right, even more so than he already is. That they they put an honest man in jail. I mean, oh, I mean, there'd be a part of him that would hope that the judge would throw the book at him because the judge can't throw a very uh, heavy book at him. The judge can only throw, like, a magazine at him. Like, whap! <laughs> Michael Flynn gets hit in the face with, with a Sports Illustrated. That's all he'll suffer. I mean, it sucks going to jail. Uh, I don't want to go to jail. Jails are bad. But if I had to choose between, like, life in prison or six months in a minimum security place, I'm going to take that latter option every time. So you 
throw Flynn in jail for a little while, then he comes out, and then he goes back to doing what he's doing, of just uh, dipping a toe into that QAnon water. And who knows? I mean, he obviously could write a book between now and 2024 about, like, the battle for America. Uh, the truth versus lies. Light versus dark. And then he could just declare that he's going to run for president and then just see what happens. Just tip his toe out there. Do a, few, little, do a little campaigning. See what kind of money he can raise and so on and so forth. And if he does that, boom, he will have QAnon all over him. Now, I've heard people talk about Don Jr. and that kind of stuff, but maybe, I mean, maybe QAnon will go with the whole monarchy thing and Don Jr. will be the, the guy, but I don't know. I mean, he's kind of anonymous. I mean, he's he's on Fox News and everything like that, but he doesn't have the uh, status or gravitas of uh, Trump because Trump was a household name. Trump was a guy that was on network television. He was always on TV. He was always offering his opinions on things. He was a gadfly against Obama the whole time. He had a platform, and he was able to convert that platform into a campaign, whereas I don't think Don Jr. has that. I mean, like, Pops will give him the endorsement, obviously, but I just just don't think it sells as well. I don't think that Don Jr. has it in that way. So I think that the... um, I think that the QAnon base is pretty solid on Flynn. So you you grab Flynn and you have him in there. And now you're dealing with pure madness. Now you're dealing with uh, these people who had four years of fun, partying, celebrating, constantly wagging their fingers at all their enemies about how they were going to kill them sooner rather than later. And it was taken away from them cruelly by reality. But now they can get it back. And they can get it back through President Flynn. So um, that w- that's gonna, and that's going to be really shitty because we're going to have to deal with this. This is why QAnon has to be a national news story. It has to be a real thing that real people are covering constantly and, and broadcasting about it, and that they're going after Republicans and being like, "Hey, Republican senator! Hey, Republican congressman! What the fuck is going on with QAnon? Why are you not condemning them left, right, and center for all the bullshit they're saying? This fucking Wayfair story. What's going on with that? Are you gonna fucking explain that shit to us? Like, talk to us. Tell us why you are coddling lunatics. Because it's scary that you're doing this. This is a danger to America that we have this kind of thing happening." And you need to acknowledge that and uh, work to stop it and mitigate its impact on our politics. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Trump winning allowed for this to happen. The Republican Party's embrace of bullshit allowed this to happen. QAnon was not created in a vacuum. QAnon was just filling market space. QAnon was just the, the natural progression of the lock her up chance during the campaign when after the campaign was over. Oh, Trump isn't going to throw Hillary in jail. Oh, man, now I can't get my dopamine hit. Oh, I wanted Hillary to go to jail so bad. Why won't she go to jail? Boo! I mean, it's just it's just that it's like that that was it was QAnon was designed to make uh, Trump supporters who wanted their vengeance less sad, and then it ate their minds and turned into a hell world that is uh, terrifying, scary, and bad. So that's like just why we need to crush the Republican Party root and branch. They have to be defeated. And they have to be kept out of power for a long time to the point where it is no longer politically expedient to do shit like the Clinton body count or birtherism or QAnon. All of this shit. Pizzagate. Pizzagate was during the 2016 campaign. That was when Michael Flynn was promoting it and Flynn Jr. was promoting it. All of this shit is just done because there's a market for nut jobs to believe in bullshit. And the Republican Party is totally cool with it. They're like, oh man, these people believe fucking dumb shit. Boom, we're in, we're in. We're gonna we're gonna stoke the flames as best we can. And it's bad. I mean as I pointed out in that tweet that Rick Wilson retweeted. Jeff Sessions ended his political career by groveling to, for, to QAnon for votes. This is where they're at. They think QAnon's a voting constituency that they can tap into to try to win elections. And it needs to be met by an anti-QAnon voting force, stronger and more powerful, that says, no, we need logic, reason, and, and science and critical thinking in our world and this bullshit madness needs to be pushed away and until you stupid Republican pricks get out of this conspiracy world bullshit you're not allowed to hold power because there are people who will be like oh well what's going to happen and I mean if you're like a Republican fat cat billionaire donor guy and you see Trump going off the cliff you think to yourself man this is just like W the other guy will win we'll be out of power for two years then we'll create a fake tea party kind of thing we'll bitch and moan about the deficit we'll bitch and moan about the lack of a fast recovery we'll bitch and moan about COVID not being obliterated Oh, and on January 21st 2021 oh my god all these COVID deaths what the fuck has been Biden been doing all these years why hasn't he solved it yet? What is going on? America in crisis. I mean, it's a, I mean the, the, the fear-mongering and psychotics that we're going to see on Fox News about COVID uh, on January 21st, 2021 is going to be the stuff of legend. The 180 they do about all this shit is going to be incredible. Because they're just disingenuous scum. But that 
that nonsense, that bullshit, the stuff that they're going to be doing, it can't lead to the Republicans winning the House or the Senate in the midterms, and it can't lead to them winning that presidency in 2024. They have to be kept out of power, out of all power. They have to be kept from it for at least a decade. They ha- the Democrats have to control the House, the Senate, and the presidency for like 10 years. And that will drain this madness out of the Republican Party. When they see that they just can't win by pandering to bullshit and misinformation and lies, then the fat cat donors will start spending their money on the Democrats because the Democrats are the guys who have power. The Democrats are the people who influence legislation. The Democrats are the party that matters. And when the money sees that, that's when the change will happen. When people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Boebert in, Col- in Colorado and all these other kooks in the Republican Party, when they see that they can't win an election because they don't have the votes and they don't have the money from on high because QAnon and conspiracies are toxic... It'll actually create a saner, more rational government. And that's what we need. We need to get to that point. But we can only do that if we, as the anti-QAnon, anti-conspiracy theory folks, beat them back at the polls time and time and time again. And if you want to tell me the Democrats suck shit and all that stuff, that's fine. That's fine. Primary the shit out of the bad Democrats. Fight the bad Democrats. Wage an inter-party skirmish for the rest of your life to pull the party to the left. I want you to do that. I will help you to do that. But when when the when the primary is done and it's all over, we have to vote for the Democrat in the general election. And if you don't like that, if you don't, that's fine. You can hate it. You can bitch about the two party system all you want. I love ranked choice voting. Ranked choice voting is on the ballot in November in Massachusetts, and. I'm going to be doing podcasts about why ranked choice voting is fucking incredible and why we need it and why we need the the ability to generate more parties in this country to have more voices and more positions in our elections and why that is an objectively good thing. But all of this is the fact that the two-party system is broken because one party is fucking insane and until we fix that, our politics are broken. So no matter how bad you think a Democrat is, they don't fucking believe in QAnon. But poker, that's a really low bar. Yeah, but guess what? They fucking cleared it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that they don't tickle your erogenous zones. Then they don't give you the dopamine hit you want. But the alternative is to give a dopamine hit to the people who think the people drink blood of children to obtain satanic power. That's our world. Those are our options. It's either sanity or QAnon. There's no middle fucking ground. It's shit. We got it. We dug ourselves into a real big fucking hole here. But now we got to dig out. That's it. That's all there is to it. There's no winning in this situation other than to dig our way out one step at a time. So if you want to argue policy, if you want to bitch about candidates, God bless you. I'm here for it. The second, the, or the third word in my handle is politics, and I love it. I love the engagement, and I love to talk about it. But at the end of the day, the only way we get anywhere is by uh, us 
swelling the ranks of the Democratic Party and then making the Democratic Party a better thing, a better vehicle for change, for equality, and like for just the good things in our world to happen. Because, unfortunately, the other side is literally Cthulhu. It's literally monsters. And that's what they think of us. Only difference is that we want to give people health care and a living wage, and they want to kill us for worshipping Satan. So... There's a dichotomy there. I mean, we will give them life-saving medical treatments without having to bankrupt them and more money to have a better life and they will give us brutal death. So, I mean, I think our offer to them is better than their offer to us. So let's work on that. Let's just work and try to make it happen. So, uh, finishing up, I, I sprung this on you guys. I apologize, but I'm ha- I'm having some uh, scheduling issues in my life right now um, with various and sundry things that are going on. So I just started recording this, and uh, <clears throat> I posted the questions um, tweet about two hours ago, and I got two questions. Uh, Loretta, gay pride flag, blue wave, I hate gaslighting, gay pride flag, blue wave... Seriously, poker on the purity testing earlier when that guy said you can't be that ignorant, suspicious. What the hell did he suspect you of? Uh, Ellipsis, team, deep state, and Antifa. Uh, I don't want to, I don't know, make this kind of about me, as it were, but that was weird. Uh, If you you didn't read my Twitter feed earlier, some guy got mad at me because I explained to somebody else the origin of the term Keck which comes from World of Warcraft. Um, that's all you really need to know. If you want to go into it deeper, you can look at my timeline. But I said that, and this guy got pissed at me. And he's like, oh, you that's where it comes from, but you, like, you're not talking about what it is now. That's really suspicious. And he just blocked me. And I checked the guy's timeline, and he's very much anti-Trump, very much pro-Black Lives Matter, very much like the kind of person that I would consider myself to be in solidarity with. But he blocked me because I didn't give a full rundown of the nature of Keck. So, I mean, I don't know. Guy had a bad day. Guy's angry about shit. Whatever. (coughs) I can't please everybody. And my cough reminded me of one quick thing. Martin Geddes basically posted that that he has the symptoms of COVID today. And fucking holy shit is that crazy. I mean, oh my god. If, if that guy actually went to the hospital with COVID, um, all the thoughts and prayers for him. I mean, and I'm, I'm saying this sincerely. I really, I don't want to see people get hurt by this shit. I don't want to see anyone get hurt. And, I mean, I would hope that it would be a revelation to him. But who knows? I mean, these people are so stubborn. And if he's doing this as a prank to uh, take, claim that uh, um, hydroxychloroquine cured him, then he can go fuck himself. But we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, Dionysus. I don't know how to say that. I'm terrible. Uh, 2001 says, Someone close to me who has been sucked into the QAnon beliefs that Trump is overthrowing the Fed and the coin shortage is a sign. I really haven't seen anything about this and was curious if you have any insight to it. Uh, The coin shortage, I don't know that much about. um, But... The uh, the Fed thing is having a 
the, the, the Fed thing happened because when they signed one of the stimulus packages, there was language in it about how the Treasury Department would be working hand-in-hand with the Fed on their um, purchases, on how the Fed would run the Federal Reserve. So, like, they basically just have, like, the, secret- the Secretary of the Treasury, like, looking over the shoulder of the Fed chairman for, like, the things they did. And this is something that made all the QAnon people go, oh, he's bringing the Fed to heel and breaking the Fed, and we're soon going to be on the gold standard, and everything's going to be awesome. So um, what happens is um, this has happened before. When the Great Recession hit, uh, the, the Obama stimulus did the exact same thing, just on a slightly smaller scale than the uh, CARES Act did for the coronavirus and Trump and all that kind of stuff. So this has happened before, and it wasn't the uh, destruction of the Fed and all that kind of stuff. And doing a Google search, um, the coin shortage is mostly because people are not circulating their coins back into businesses. So... Businesses aren't getting coins from customers and then distributing those coins back to the banks and then the banks give them back out to customers and so on and so forth. There's just uh, people are paying through debit cards when they're on, when they're hit, dealing with transactions because they don't want to touch the cashier's hands. They don't want interactions like that. They want uh, contact-free engagements. So that's what's leading to a lack of coins circulating through these businesses. So you're having your local Walmart or whatever being like, oh, man, we're not getting a lot of quarters because people aren't coming in here raiding their piggy banks and dumping like five dollars worth of quarters on us to buy stuff. Because that's what usually happens when you have people that are willing to do stuff like that. Like nowadays... How willing are you to um, stand in front of a cashier, they tell you a price, and then you fish through your pockets to get exact change for them, and then hand them the paper bills and the fistful of coins in, in order to make that thing work out right? Or like the if the price is like eleven seventy one, and you give them twenty seventy one, so you get nine dollars clean back or whatever. People aren't so willing to do that because they just want their interactions with the uh, frontline workers at the retail stores and the supermarkets to be as brisk and as quick as possible so there's less breathing and touching involved. So that's why the coin shortage is happening. And um, it's not the federal takeover. It's not Trump getting ready to issue gold-backed currency and whatnot, will you? And... uh, Finally, uh, Jacob Malowinski, who has a sketch of Donald Trump as his avatar, says, Question, what is your real-life job? Well, Jacob, uh, you apparently haven't listened to me ever, because my real-life job is as a dealer. I work in casinos. I have worked in casinos a lot of my adult life. So that's it. Uh, That's the poker side of the poker and politics thing. I've been around that game since I was a kid. I do not get funded by George Soros. I would love to be funded by George Soros. That would really uh, make this whole COVID thing uh, less of a uh, stressful stressor for me. So that is ye old pouty case for Thursday. 
uh, I've had a bunch of people ask me, who is Q and stuff like that? And I've answered it so many times, but when people ask me, I can't point them directly to a podcast where I've gone over it. So Sunday, I'm just going to do a like kind of timeline of Q breakdown. I might talk to some people that are smart and knowledgeable and good and try to get some more uh, information for you guys. But, because basically, like, I just kind of know the origin stories, the various origin stories of Q, and I know, like, Q's current situation. So I'm going to go over that, I'm going to go over the grifters, I'm going to go over how this whole thing works to make money for them, and so on and so forth. So, uh, a very, like, just 60,000 foot view of Q uh, coming at you on Sunday, and I couldn't make that last bit rhyme, and I do apologize. So uh, stay safe, everybody. Uh, Get well soon, Martin Geddes, you crazy person. And I will catch you all later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.